0: WDBM East Lansing. Welcome
1: to Impact Exposure.
2: Exposure is Impact's one-hour discussion of news, events, and organizations within MSU's community. And now, this week's Exposure. Hey everybody, it's me, Stephanie, your host of Exposure, and today we are talking about MSU's acapella groups. If you don't know anyone in it or have never heard of acapella, it is a vocal group that sings and creates music solely with their voices. A few weeks ago, acapella groups came together to perform at Acapalooza, and today we get an inside look of what it's like to be in each of their groups. Each year, some of our groups compete in the International Championship of Collegiate Acapella, but they also have performances throughout the year, and a few of them can be booked for any occasion. And now let's hear for some of the groups. Hi everyone, I'm here with MSU's Acapellas. So they're one of our acapella groups here on campus, and actually they are the first group I was introduced to here at MSU, so it's an honor for me to introduce them to you guys.
3: Hi, my name is Tomasa Rendezo, and I'm the president of the MSU Akafellas. Hi, my name is Daniel Dade,
0: and I'm the music director of the Akafellas. I am Noah Wood, and I'm the vice president.
4: I'm Thomas Cook, and I am the treasurer of the MSU Akafellas.
2: I'm so glad you guys are here. Um, You guys are one of two male groups on campus. How do you guys define yourselves and stand out from that?
3: So the Aka Fellows, we have a really deep alumni base, which every group does have a deep alumni base, but they always come back to us and they always contribute to the group. And we like to keep ourselves grounded in those values that they originally introduced to us when they started the group and when we joined the group. So we've been doing the same thing since they've been here. We have the same outfits and we do a lot of the same things that they've been doing just to kind of keep up traditions. And that's a big part of our group.
2: What are some of those values?
3: So our biggest value probably is just Having fun is obviously the value of most groups. <laughs> that's like the purpose of doing clubs in college and everything. Sure. Um, but also a big thing being a music group is to make great music that's we feel happy about and that we feel happy performing. So it's not just like we want to be the best according to other people's standards. It's really to our standards. And so we feel great performing what we want to perform. Absolutely.
4: Yeah, I think the best part about this group and the big reason why I joined was that there's a good mix of fun along with uh, great music making and competition and um, gigs and singing, so I think that's the best part is the balance between the two.
2: Absolutely. Um, you talked about your outfits, so you guys all have different colors. Who mm-hmm. decides who gets which? Do you guys like fight over them, or is it
3: kind of?
0: <laughs> yeah, so uh, the older guys in the group get dibs on which color shirt, so basically what it is is we all wear black suits, and everybody has a different color shirt with uh, black ties. So the older guys get dibs, and the new guys just have to pick up the colors that are left from uh, graduating guys. Or this year we had to add in a new color, gray, into the um, into the array of colors because we kind of ran out of um, other good shirt ones to do. So, um, but yeah, it's just based on seniority.
2: And with that, you don't always wear your colorful um, suits, but. What you, how do you guys decide that? Remember, I went to one of your guys' shows and you all dressed up as various characters.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so uh, for our concerts, we usually have themes, um, and those themes really depict on what we are going to wear and the kind of costumes we do. We do costumes for like the first inter- or the first act, and then we have an intermission where we change and we get back into our suits and really give the audience a good show.
0: Yeah, the, the one where you saw us all dressing characters was Vision, where we were <laughs> dressed as TV characters. Um <laughs> <laughs> that was a that was a good one. Good pun.
2: <laughs> yeah, for sure. You guys definitely, when I've seen you guys, it's been lots of fun and energetic. Um, so what are your practices like? You, I'm assuming you continue with that, but you also have to have structure because it's music.
1: Yeah, so we rehearse six hours a week, three days a week. Um, and it's really just kind of focused on our next goal. Like we have a concert coming up, um november 30th we're going to be working on christmas music and uh a few of the songs we've been working on this semester um but it it really just it's really just kind of goal driven we have a lot of fun in rehearsal we do a lot of great music making and we just love each other (laughs) i guess (laughs)
2: is that like one of the requirements because you have auditions but you need someone that's good at singing as well as someone that fits well with your group so how do you Mm. determine that
4: yeah uh every audition, you have to sing a verse and a chorus of a song that highlights your voice, something you think you sound good on. Uh, And then you also have to bring a joke uh, to the group, which is honestly probably more important than the singing itself. (laughs) Just because, you know, we're a group of fun-loving, cool guys, and uh, it's not not hard to fit in uh, with the group dynamic, but, you know, the group is built up of cool guys who are also good at singing, so that's a very important point, too.
2: Do you have a time that was, like, the best performance that was, you know, saying super well, but as well as had, like, crazy months?
3: Of- yeah. um, I think that that kind of depends on each guy. Like, we always, like, have, like, these fun questions on our website that's, like, what's your favorite song to perform? And, like, I always ask them why and everything like that. So it dip- differs person to person. My personal favorite was our ICCA competition this past year because I feel like we all did our best that we've done in a long time with performing and singing, and I just had a great time performing with everyone.
4: Fourth place. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Yeah, I think this year, um, Acapulco, which we did at the beginning of October, which is a show that has um, all the different groups on campus singing together. We brought out um, two new songs, and I thought it was one of the best performances we've done in my three years in the group. And it's just a really good feeling, uh, finishing a performance, knowing uh, that you were engaged with the audience and that you're really engaged with each other up on stage. So.
2: Anyone else want to share their favorite performance?
4: Um, so I'm, uh, I've been in the group the longest of any of the guys in the group. And my freshman year, we had a lot of uh, group changeover. We lost a lot of people and gained a lot of new people. So for our end of the year competition, ICCA, we ended up having eight people. Uh, and we usually keep the group somewhere between ten and twelve. Um. But just because of the situation in the group that year, we only had eight. And we still ended up placing third, uh, which was really cool. So that was a cool performance. But, I mean, the thing about this group is that every performance is a good performance. We don't we don't go into any performance nervous that we're going to do bad because of our preparation and uh, just the talent that we have in our group. So every performance is a good one.
0: It's also like a mindset that we have kind of where we don't take ourselves too seriously. Um, and it, I think that's another defining trait of the group is Uh, kind of the casual air that we have Um, when we perform we interact a lot with the audience talking with them we make um, a lot of jokes we talk very informal Um, we talk like in between songs with each other while we're like getting drinks of water it's it's supposed to be pretty relaxed and I think that when you go to one of our shows um, you don't feel like you're rigid in your seat and you know you can really interact and, and enjoy what you're what you're seeing on stage and understand that we're just college students just doing something that we enjoy.
2: Yeah, That's definitely important to do something that you love. Dan, do you have your favorite performance?
1: I think, I, I love every performance of the Acafellas. Um th- Being music director, it's really rewarding to see that all the hard work we're doing in rehearsal is paying off because every performance just gets better and better. Um, I would say one of my favorite performances were was our ICCA set last year um, just how rewarding it was to be on that stage performing all the music I heard no mistakes so that was pretty awesome Um, and then just getting even better with our spring performances and then even into this fall it's just gotten better as a group and it's rewarding in that sense for us as a group and also for me as a music director so yeah for sure
2: with all of you guys' individual roles how does that I don't know does it separate you from the group a little bit or how does that affect things?
3: Um, so I think that being in like a leadership position for the group doesn't really separate you. It's actually kind of like a call for you to be more involved with the group. Because since we are like the the guys that everyone else is supposed to be looking up to, we have to like kind of guide everyone like, oh, we should like hang out more and be more friendly. Like sometimes or other times I'd be like, hey, guys, be quiet. We have to work on stuff. We have this deadline coming up. So it's kind of like a, a call to be more active in the group as apart from like being separate from the group. So it's really important In a leadership position, or if you're one of the older guys that people look up to, that you um, are able to be more involved
0: and be more hands on with everyone. Yeah, it's like trying to make yourself accessible to the younger guys and the new guys. We have uh, three new guys this semester. So it's trying to make sure that um, we're building a good relationship with them and the rest of the group is because there's really no substitution. It helps musically and it helps just for the enjoyment in the group when everybody's meshing. Uh, personality wise. So um, besides the jobs that our titles hold, it's really uh, lands on our shoulders to just try to keep the group going in that way too.
2: Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, for sure. Um with your individual roles, do you I'm assuming you guys have to help promote things more because you are in higher leadership. How do you go about doing that?
3: Um so me and Noah we're in charge of like our social media and promotions and stuff like that. So We usually just make a Facebook event and we post on our social media like constantly for the few weeks coming up to it. And we're starting to do more promotion like flyers and stuff like that, just trying to get our name out there and to get more people to come up to our concerts and enjoy music with us. So that's really falls on the shoulders of me and Noah, but it's
0: the whole group too because without all twelve of us doing our job, obviously something was gonna fall off. Yeah, it's really twelve different people of connections, social media wise. That you know, if we get um, all the guys to do their part and share their um, their friends and their followers on different platforms are seeing us and making sure that we get the event in different Facebook groups and stuff like that. Um, because it's just it's a lot more fun and it helps the bottom line when you're seeing for, you know, a uh, place that is sold out. So.
2: Oh, um, so with promotions and other content you talked about tradition. How do you keep your tradition as well as be innovative and bring something new every year?
1: So. Like Tommy talked about, we have a really deep alumni basis. Um, So we really like to stay in contact with our alumni. We actually have a Facebook page where we just like get to talk to alumni, ask them questions. Um, We have them, we we bring them in a lot to work with us in uh, for competitions and like even just our concerts. Um, So we keep that tradition alive just by keeping in contact with our um, alumni basis. But we also kind of like innovate by just ideas flowing throughout the ensemble itself. Um, Am I missing anything?
0: Yeah, we started a newsletter this year with them uh, to make sure that they're not only knowing of, like, uh, when we get new guys in the group, but they're knowing the gigs and the concerts, so if they want to come to it beforehand and stuff like that, and um, the alumni in the past have been also financially helpful when we go to do stuff like put out albums and um, anything we might need, they're really... Uh, involved even if they uh, don't talk to us for long periods of time you know you can just kind of pick back up like you know, a day didn't pass by uh, you get really good relationships with everybody so
5: yeah,
2: having alumni basis is really important but how does the other acapella groups support you guys and how do you go out and support them
3: um so one big thing with the acapella groups that we do every year is called acapalooza um and that just happened these past couple of weeks we did acapalooza and um each year we rotate a group hosts, and they get to keep the ticket sales and everything, and they're the ones who have to host and like put up everything, do sound, lights, venue, and all that stuff. Um, so it's a really fun experience to have all the groups invited to perform at one concert together. Sometimes we sing a song together as all the acapella groups, as one big ensemble, and then sometimes it's just our individual sets, and we all just hang out, and we sing the fight song, and we sing um, All in mater, and all that stuff at the end. It's a really fun experience. And also for the past couple years, we began this thing called Spartones, which is um, there's a second competition over the summer that can be any group of any like area. And it's um, we made a group called the Spar Tones, where um, people from any of the acapella groups on campus are allowed to join and come to this like little group that we do over the summer and we compete in that competition. So it's really fun to be able to sing with people they don't usually get to sing with.
2: That sounds like lots of fun. I wish I was better at singing because then totally would be a part of it. <laughs> um, <clears throat> but besides music, what if music, Like, the world ended, basically. Music ceased to exist. What would your group do instead? If you were all still together.
0: Yeah, so... Wrestling, for sure. Um, That might sound super specific, but uh, you check our social media, and we already have wrestling in our bio on Twitter. I believe it might be there on Facebook, too. Um, I really can't even trace back how long that joke started, but we had fellas who... We're in wrestling in high school and for some reason we just identified as a wrestling group and it's, a singing group. It's not
4: a joke. We love a good arm bar. <laughs> <laughs> good, good sleeper hold. Yeah. All those other moves.
0: So, so that 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 would be that would be our group's purpose of music. Like, we're to oh, end tomorrow.
4: Yeah, a little a little shout out to Nato Sullivan here who routinely put me in some kind of wrestling hold out of <laughs> just Nate. about every rehearsal. Uh so Nate, if you're listening to this, we which you're here. not, but <laughs> we'll let him know but uh, I think uh, that another good thing about our group is that we're not uh, we're not all music majors music is kind of something that a lot of people in the group do as like a fun thing outside of school we have a lot of engineers in the group we're very diverse with um, majors we all come from different backgrounds and different things so um, we're all involved in a lot of other things outside of just music even though it's a big part of what we do here on campus
0: I think if I'm, I might be wrong, but I think out of our 12 guys, only three of them are music majors. So, like in a scenario where music ends, our group is really diverse. And uh, it's, it's nice to, for the other nine of us who aren't majoring in music, to have this outlet while we're here at MSU. I definitely,
2: th- <clears throat> yeah, I definitely think music brings everyone together no matter what the circumstance is. You guys have upcoming performances. you want to tell us about
3: that? Um, So we have a performance coming up on November 3rd called Acapella on Broadway. So Acapella on Broadway is our first ever showcase. So we're hosting other groups, kind of like how I talked about Acapalooza, where we're going to have um, groups from Central and we're going to have a group from Ohio and we're going to have a high school theater group come in and we're all going to sing Songs from a different Broadway show. So we're doing Newsies, another group is doing Aladdin, another one's doing Mamma Mia. So we're all doing uh, songs for different shows. We're all doing full, full choreo and stuff like that. It's gonna be a really fun experience. We're gonna uh, have a lot of fun putting on that showcase and hosting everyone. And then we're also having our second ever Christmas concert, like actually Christmas themed concert called <laughs> Fellas Navidad. <laughs> part <two>. So <laughs> part two, because there's this joker, first Felas Navidad, they sang like one Christmas song. So it was a Christmas theme concert for no Christmas songs. So we're going to do more than one Christmas song this time. And then we're going to do some normal rep in it too, do some stuff that we've done before, stuff we've been learning over the semester. So it's going to be really fun. And that's coming up on November 30th in um, the basement of Snyder Phillips.
2: Well, we'll hopefully have lots of people there. That'd be great. Um, but thank you all for coming in. So of course. Thank you for to- having us. Yeah, thank
4: you. No, no <laughs>
6: problem.
2: People wanted to find you guys outside of going to your concerts. Um, social media, right? Mm-hmm. And where else can I get involved?
1: So we have a website. It's uh, MSU Acapell no MSU um, and then we have Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, YouTube, YouTube. That's I'm a good one.
0: Apple Music and Spotify with two albums on there, and Google the Play, and Google Play for those of you who use Google Play, <laughs> and YouTube. We're on everything.
3: At MSU Acapellas and everything.
2: Awesome. Well, maybe people will see stuff about wrestling as well as <laughs> yeah, and quite a sure few will. jokes. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, thanks, guys. Thank really you. Thank nice you.
1: Yeah.
2: Up next here, we have Arcapella, another one of MSU's acapella groups.
7: And I'm super excited to introduce you guys to them.
8: I'm Andrew. I'm the president of Arcapella, and I sing bass.
7: Hi, I'm Andrea. I do PR for a cappella and I am soprano too.
5: Hi, I'm Maddie. I'm a newbie in a cappella and I'm an alto too.
9: Hi, I'm Adam. Uh, I'm also a newbie to a cappella and I sing tenor and do vocal percussion.
5: All right, so you guys are kind
2: of a newer group. How do you think you stand out compared to the other a cappella groups on campus?
8: Well, um, yeah, we are pretty much one of the newer ones And uh, I think we stand out in the sense that we have a lot more flexibility in what we kind of want our goals to be. A lot of the older groups have pretty rigid standards that they stand by, which isn't a problem at all. I mean, they're extremely good at what they do. Um, But I think for like a young group coming up like us, we kind of just try everything and want to be the best that we can be while also having fun in everything that we do.
2: Yeah, that's a good way to start. With that, what are some of your like new traditions or values
7: of your group? (laughs) Well, um, we try to do a lot of bonding events. Uh, It's kind of like a continuous process, I guess you could say. Um, We try to do like Wednesday dinners before Thursday concerts. Uh, That's something that we like to do a lot. We do. um, What else do we do?
8: We also participate in a lot of the on-campus events as much as possible which is pretty cool considering how new we are that we're just immediately getting invited to all these events like sounds of homecoming through uab but also the acapalooza concert which features all of the best acapella groups on campus we were invited to that as well as the regional competition um the icca's competition so um yeah we like to build just like a fun environment but also we like getting out there and having
5: Mm-hmm. Um, One thing that really stands out to me about the like culture of Arcapella is how inclusive all the members are. Um, there's no like hierarchy of I've been in the group for this many years so you know I have a leg up. It's all like you know just talking as equals and um, we really are super supportive of one another. We're always clapping when people do solos and you know rewarding people for doing a good job so it's a really nice atmosphere to be in
2: for sure um with your guys's name it is Arcapella are you guys all members of the residential college of arts and humanities is that a requirement
7: how does that work no it is not a requirement that you have to be in Arca Uh, a lot of us are in Arca but it it does not exclude us in any way possible and with that do you have some diverse majors in your group we do have some diverse majors. We have a nursing major. We have... What are you guys majoring
5: in? <laughs> uh,
9: major. Well, I'm applying to the business school this semester, okay. but hopefully marketing.
5: I'm majoring in social work and there's like STEM majors as well. There's someone in ROTC as well.
2: That's awesome because, you know, hearing your name, I was like, oh no, are they only just ARCA people or not? But that's no. awesome that you get to include everybody. What has been one of the best times you've had a performance like what was the moment you're like wow this is great
7: yeah I think that was for sure at Acapalooza this year um we just got Saturday night we just got done performing our set and we got off the stage knowing that we absolutely killed it and it was the first time I think that we felt as a group that we had real potential and it was just an amazing moment that we shared
2: so great for you guys being newer how does that translate like into practicing and then all of a sudden having your first couple performances, how did that work for you guys?
9: Well, so being new into the group, it was really, really interesting because I didn't know the level of commitment that we were going to have to have and the workload that was going to be put on us like right from the start because I assumed that we'd have to learn like a ton of music really quick, but it was a really, really smooth process from the get-go. They, you know, started us off really, really slow and learning songs, and then as we formed our sound as a group more, they started going faster and learning music faster, but it was more of just because we had connected a bit more mm-hmm. and gotten a bit better together.
2: Sounds like your group has a lot of inclusiveness, so what are your practices like?
8: Um, well, we have a music director, a student music director, and then also a grad student who helps us um, once a week. And uh, Ryan is our music director, and he's just the absolute best. He is one of the most energetic people to lead a rehearsal. And he gets really excited. He pretty much writes all our our arrangements. So he knows the music, you know, front to back to begin with. And um, as for the practices, I mean, speaking from someone who was in the group since freshman year, like it's night and day how well we adapt to the music. Like it would take us like weeks to get one piece of music. And there are some days where like, we'll get a new piece of music and then by the end of rehearsal that night, like we're like, oh, so are we auditioning the solo like next week? And it's just like, that's crazy. That's unheard of how fast you can learn that kind of music.
7: Yeah, we really based it off just kind of like the group vibe, see how fast they're adapting and just take it off from there. For sure. And then when
2: it comes to choreograph, the choreography, the uh, words are hard. Um, <laughs>
7: do you guys get to work on it together? Is there one set person that does that for you guys? Uh, it's actually interesting that you asked that because we actually just decided to add choreography to one of our songs that we're doing for a concert coming up soon. Um, right now, I'm just the one hitting it. But I think for the future, for ICCA especially, which is the competition that we compete in, mm-hmm. uh, I think we might have a couple more people join in on that project.
2: That'd be really cool. Um, what are some of the – do you have like a typical song that you guys do? Are there a certain genres or do you just mix it up every time?
8: Yeah, we – definitely have a eclectic mix like you'll probably hear a song on the radio and be like you know a year ago or whatever and that's something we have in our set but then we can also have something you know we were doing a Jackson song this year you know and we're doing like a Paul McCartney song so there's songs that are in a way I guess old but they're timeless in the sense that they're just a lot of fun to do and the music is really good and that's what we look for it's nothing to do with like oh this is our favorite artist he put out a new song we have to do it it's whatever's gonna work with the group and whatever's gonna build that kind of confidence and fun atmosphere that we're looking for.
5: We also have some pretty like underground mm-hmm. like <laughs> songs that I I added on like my Apple Music and I thought that no one else had ever heard this song mm-hmm. Sunflower, um, and then it just popped up in our music and I was just so excited that like we're able to um, kind of recognize artists that aren't really well known and it adds like a really fun dynamic to our set.
9: One thing that I've really noticed about like uh, rehearsals with Cappella is that it's just always a really, really fun time with a bunch of people that you really enjoy being around. And the music that we sing and that we practice is always just really, really fun and enjoyable to sing, which I think is a, is really great.
2: Yeah, I think that's the beautiful thing about music is that it brings everyone together in ways you wouldn't expect. With that, do you guys have... How does each of them... Each person has their own different music taste, and how do you think your music taste influences the group? I mean, you said Sunflower, but anyone else have specific examples?
9: Well, I like, uh, other than, you know, like choral music and musical theater music, I I really, really like listening to rap music, and I think that helps a ton with, like, the vocal percussion and Mm -hmm. things like that because I get to listen to a lot of different people doing a lot of really, really different things on uh, some hip-hop tracks, and it definitely relates over.
8: Um, yeah, I'm definitely like an oldies kind of guy. Like I love old rock and roll, like especially seventies, sixties music. So I'm always throwing out like really obscure or really old songs. And if we get to do them, it's awesome. But, um, yeah, a lot of the times Ryan and I will look over songs and be like, could we do this? Or is this just like, we want to do it because it's a fun song. And so that's kind of where we draw the line. But I do think that we have a very diverse set from, you know, like Latin Calypso music, Um, all the way till you know old school rock and roll
2: that's always a lot of fun to do a variety with that though going a little bit from music but what's your like group dynamics so what is like one of the craziest experiences you guys have had as a group whether it's been during a performance before a performance just in practice outside of it
7: sure Uh, we actually had a gig at uh, arca homecoming um, and we were warming up and actually like My mom texted me, she's like, you guys are up now. So we had to rush really quickly, and we all felt, like, really rushed over to the stage. And, like, we were missing a couple of our members. But, like, we went out there, we tried our best, and, like, everyone was just in such a fervor. But, honestly, it turned out really great at the end. It's just all about the music and the people. We shouldn't have to worry about any of the other stuff.
2: Yeah, I mean, things definitely do go wrong, and it's good to hear stories where you guys can turn it around real quick. Mm -hmm. Anyone else have like a fun experience that they've had so far?
8: Um, One of the best experiences for me is, you know, just being kind of one of the older members and seeing how, you know, the group changes year to year is kind of just that moment where, you know, we finally get into the first song and we're like singing it. And, you know, you kind of look over at one of the older members and you kind of like, whoa, wow, you know, we're, pretty good you know and like it's our first day or whatever Mm -hmm. and then we'll get like a new piece of music and i'm looking over i'm like dang this is really hard and then like i hear people singing i'm like okay i guess we're just gonna go ahead and do it like we're really good and so i think that's like one of the just best parts for me is just every moment that we do something new and try something new that people are very open to that idea and then the fact that like most of the time it turns out really well it's just so exciting
2: yeah for sure all right. So you guys, do you have set
7: outfits? Do you change them for every performance? Um, Well, usually if it's for like a formal, formal event, we do gray and uh, black. But We also have T-shirts that we use for a little bit less informal events. But for our concerts, uh, we usually always have a theme. And so for the first half of our concert, we dress up according to that theme. And then the second half, we dress up in our formal gray and black outfits. Yeah, and then do you
2: guys have some upcoming shows or concerts?
7: We actually do. It is uh, Groovy Pella. <laughs> it is November 15th at the Snyder Phillips Auditorium at 7 p.m. It is free admission and anyone is welcome.
2: Awesome. So if people want to listen to your music or attend this concert, where can they find
7: more about you guys? Uh, we are on social media. So we are on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, at MSUArchipella, two Ps and two Ls in one heart. <laughs> That's awesome. (laughs) Well,
2: thank you all for coming in. (laughs) It was so nice to meet you. Nice to meet
6: you, too. Thanks for having us. Thank you so much.
2: Today we have the State of Fifth's and Acapella Group here on campus here to talk to us. So I have four members of their group, and I'm excited to talk to them.
10: Awesome. Uh, I am Isaiah Hawkins. I am a senior in the group, and I'm currently the head music director. Hi, I'm Zach Craig. I'm a sophomore in the group, and I am the
11: PR
6: manager.
12: Hi, I'm Brooke. I am the assistant music director, and I'm a senior this year.
6: What's up, guys? I'm Jack Ernst, and I am the uh, business manager of the Groove. I'm a senior.
2: All right, so what are some of your guys' like, core values as a group?
10: Okay, so uh, state of fifths, this is our 10th year of existing. We were founded in the fall of of 2008. And here in the fall of 2018, we're gonna celebrate our 10th anniversary inviting our alumni back. And what has stayed constant through all that time for us has been uh, just remembering our roots, um, remembering where we came from, how like remembering to stay humble and how members of the group like came for how state of fest was founded was that we came from a group of people that didn't make it into other groups that still wanted to make music so we got together and or they got together i was in elementary school <laughs> and and then after that they kept making music and kept building a family and kept making great music and growing and growing till where we are today
2: so you said you guys have grown how many members do you have in your group currently
6: Currently we, uh, we're comprised of 15 members. Um, we have seven guys and eight girls.
2: And you talked about being super inclusive. So how do you think that plays out with your guys'
12: auditions? Um, our audition process is, is pretty fun. We, we get to see a really nice range of people and it's good for us because we, we don't exactly know what we're looking for every year. So getting to have such a broad range of talent come in and, um, just being able to meet people and, um, you know, have a great group of people to choose from is always really, really good for us. And even the people that we don't end up taking into our group, we still, like, see them around and say hi. And some of them still come to our concerts. And it's a really great way for us to kind of make the acapella community bigger, even if you're not necessarily a part of it. For
2: sure. Um, what, you talked about your traditions because you've been around for 10 years. What are some examples of those?
6: I mean, so every year we, uh, we do a variety of different events. Um, one of our favorite traditions is to go on retreat. Um, whenever we're in the studio recording, like either an album or an EP, uh, we really like to uh, spend the weekend at uh, one of our members' hometowns and really get to know their family and hang out and bond as a group. We also go around, um, we do two things. We either do retreat or
10: we do tour. Um, in between semesters, either at the end of winter or at the end of spring semesters, we will spend time at somebody's hometown and we will go around singing at our old high schools. We'll go into choir classrooms or getting to do assemblies and go back to sing to middle schoolers or high schoolers and just spreading music and having an outstanding time while we do it.
2: That's really cool. I love that you guys get to influence your music as well as like the music community. Um, With that, you talk about your various types of performances. You mentioned dorm gigs. Is that where you go? What do you do for that? Do you go to the dorms? What does this work? So,
10: that's an older thing. Um, a lot of acapella groups used to go to uh, just a random dorm that they had friends in and they wanted to sing. They would go to a hallway in a dorm. Sadly, I think RHA has outlawed that in recent years <laughs> because people were trying to study and they'd hear music down the hallway. But we still do a lot of gigs on campus. Um, out at uh, really the closest we hold our concerts in either the ARCA basement in Snyder Phillips or, on, or at Hannah Community Center, which is right up Abbott. And we do a lot of tailgate singing, going around singing to people right before the games, um, just being around campus.
2: I think you make it a lot more inclusive by going around campus. What are some of your best experiences being in the group?
11: Personally, um, one of my favorite experiences was last year we had a retreat weekend on the same weekend as the Michigan-Michigan State game. And uh, it was ex- obviously extremely rainy. It was in Ann Arbor. And the power went out at the house we were at. So we all huddled in Jack's truck and listened on the radio to MSU beating Michigan.
10: And I don't know, to this day, that was like one of my favorite memories <laughs> with you guys.
2: That's amazing. Anyone else?
10: Uh, I know one of mine is... Um, we compete in ICCA every year, and occasionally, uh, for this this past year and my freshman year as well, we were lucky enough to advance to the semifinals, which take place in Chicago. And so that whole weekend, so last year, um, the semifinal in Chicago was also St. Patrick's Day. <laughs> so we get to, you can imagine, we got to take the whole ride down on the commuter train, going through all of the people in the city and just uh spending the night in a hotel in downtown and meeting all the other groups and just making memories in a group as a group and just that kind of thing and building connections with other
6: groups as well it's
10: just so much fun for me
6: yeah i mean outside of like singing and performing with the group um whenever we get a chance to record i always obviously love that um a couple of years ago uh we put together a music video and that was a whole process of um shooting like coming up with like kind of ideas for the set um it was a mess at times we had to start from square square one a couple times but it was just a great experience to be able to do that all with the group
12: um for me i really love when we go and record too i think it's really cool to bring our live music into the studio and kind of make it another version of itself um that is not completely different but different in its own element when we are in the studio and i think that's really beautiful Do you guys have
2: any new songs or albums
10: out? So we're actually in the midst, directly in the midst, we're going back into the studio next week, but we're in the midst of recording our 10-year anniversary album. So that'll be a bunch of new music, mostly from this year and uh, from last year, including some songs from our ICCA set last year. And that's been our big project, just compiling the vision for that and getting the songs together. Um, So that's up and coming. Uh, the most recent thing we released is a single from our set two years ago from 2017 we released a song called crossfire um that was really powerful and had a lot of meaning to us so that's out on spotify and then there's more to come
2: with your music selection do you have certain genres you tend to go with or how does that process work
11: um, yeah, so we we do a lot of uh, different different types. Um, mainly, we try to stick towards pop, but recently we've been doing a lot of uh, more kind of indie stuff. Um, we think it's a lot of fun, especially with what Isaiah and some of the other members can do with arrangements. Is we can get really unique with them. Um, we also have a magnificent vocal percussionist in our group, so that allows us to do things like EDM and still sound super cool. Um, but all in all, like we don't have a, a boundary on what kind of music we do because we have a, a policy in the group of you arrange a song and you bring it in, we'll do it no matter what. But we kind of stick towards, you know, like the top forty ish
10: stuff.
2: <laughs> <laughs> have do you have a lot of personally arranged songs from your group?
10: So going back to actually the traditions of the group, one of the things that is um that we keep throughout we have kept throughout our history is that all the music that we do is arranged by us. Like we we arrange all of our songs. Um, everything is either by a current member of the group or uh, an alumni. So the style of the group in that way kind of grows over time as the members come and go, and their personal music choices will influence what we end up doing. Like we had a very, a very heavy alternative phase back in 2014, 2015 because we had some incredible music directors that loved like, alt J, the Head and the Heart, and like in, those are two completely different artists, but like in that realm of not necessarily top forty, but, yeah,
2: it's really cool because it's definitely a lot of alternative music is what we play on our station, so it's nice to see that groups are singing it. Absolutely. With that, do you guys have any upcoming events that we should keep our eyes out for?
11: Of course. So on December 1st, we have our second GLASS, which stands for Great Lakes Acapella Showcase. Um, Jack and Isaiah had this idea their freshman year, and last year was our first time doing it. So we bring in groups from around the Great Lakes region, and we bring in the vocal company, which is one of the biggest vocal companies and sound companies in acapella. And um, we bring in groups like last year, we had a group from U of M, GVSU, GVSU and Ohio State, so we had like a Big Ten Rival concert, and this year we're featuring groups from U of M again and University of Illinois. Um, so it's like a super cool inter- uh, invitational. It allows people from all around, especially the region, to come in and kind of see what acapella is all about because it's not still not really in the mainstream, so it kind of brings it forward into that light.
10: Uh, Glass is one of my favorite events that we get to put on every year now because There are so many of my friends from around the acapella community that I've met through uh, going to festivals or going to ICCA or working with groups and things like that. And now we get to, with some of them, we get to put on a show with them. Like, for example, this year from University of Michigan, we have Amazing Blue. And I've wanted to put on a show with Amazing Blue since I was a freshman in college. And now we're finally doing it. So that's super exciting. And just bringing, not just bringing the community together, like, Around around East Lansing for acapella, but bringing the Michigan and really the Great Lakes acapella community onto campus for one night of amazing music.
2: That sounds really exciting and amazing. I hope to go to it. <laughs> um, with that though, what are your guys' practices like? It's got to be kind of intense sometimes to prepare for ICAs and whatnot.
12: Um. So what? Definitely, when we get into our competition season, they tend to be a little. I wouldn't say necessarily intense all the time, but a little more focused. Um, but our our practice is there usually are like two and a half hours um twice a week. We know that school is really important to all of us since school comes first, but we are we like to think of ourselves at least as a family. So it really gives us um some time to be together every week. We work, work on things that we love with people that we love. And we, we go through our music. We fine-tune things. Um, we just take the time we need to make our music the best that we can.
2: Is there any spontaneous aspects of your guys' practice?
10: Oh, yes. Um, <laughs> so, 90%? Really, the majority of it. <laughs> no, um, a lot of what we do, and we've gotten more and more into it this year, but we've been doing it a lot in previous years as well, is we'll take some time out of rehearsal where we will... Um, improvise. Well, so we'll start with either a drone pitch or I'll like be walking through the day and I'll have a melody idea. So I'll bring that into the group and we will start with one small little melody and really build a song in an arrangement out of that on the spot. So it's a really fun activity. It builds all of our musicianships. We get to mess around for a little bit and sometimes including with one of the songs that you would hear at Glass, we started off with that we started building an arrangement around that, and now that's an actual song that we've put together and are doing. So it's really another creative outlet for us.
2: That's really amazing that you just put everything together by yourselves and able to just do that. With that, though, there is a lot of turnover because we are college students. How do you think that affects your group?
6: I mean, so naturally, um, anytime somebody leaves the group, it's obviously a sad thing. But um, we tend to we tend to stick around for the whole time that you're in school. Um I feel like uh, every year we have to fill new spots because people graduate, but um, that so far our newbies have done a great job this year and um, and every year before then. And a lot of what we do as well is to um, really
10: keep the traditions and ideas that make up state of fifths, that make fifths different from every other group on campus. We try to pass those down so that we're really preparing our newbies to be, like business managers or music directors or to really keep what we have going and everything like that. Just making sure that we're keeping that open line of communication. And like one of our alumni used to say all the time, making sure we remember our roots and just instilling those values and having a good time with them through that lens.
11: And another thing with that is, like, with schoolwork and everything, like, obviously we're all busy and we all have a bunch to do because we're college kids, but we kind of have not necessarily a policy but kind of a way of thinking that when we come into rehearsal, we leave everything at the door and we just kind of enjoy ourselves with each other, um, disregarding schoolwork and disregarding every everything that's going on. I
2: definitely think music is a good outlet to relax and chill in that, and I'm so glad that there's opportunities like this for our students Along those lines, if people are interested in your group, how do they get in touch with you guys? Whether they want to hear your music, go to an event?
10: So we're um, always on campus. Chances are you'll run into us walking around on any on any given day. And ch- chances are I'll also probably be wearing my fifth shirt. But we're also on social media. We have Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Uh, we have a lot of music on YouTube. All of our past ICCA sets are on YouTube. Uh, our music is on Spotify, iTunes, Apple Music, uh, Google Play, um, and PR manager, am I missing anything?
11: <laughs> um, no, you hit it pretty good. Perfect.
10: But yeah, anywhere, if you just look up State of Fifths, that's one of the few acapella groups names that not too many people have, so chances <laughs> are you'll find us and A lot of people message us asking questions about like auditions or when our next concert is or if they have a friend that has a potential performance opportunity and like to contact us. We get that all the time and we love chatting with people.
11: And as for sorry, but as for auditions go, Um, we hold them every fall and occasionally sometimes in the winter. It just depends. But like if anybody wants to. find out like what we're doing. We're always going to be posting about it on our website. There's an auditions tab. and When you go to that, it'll tell you if we're currently holding auditions and when those are, if we are, or if we aren't.
2: All right. Well, thank you so much for coming in. Thank, you. thank you. I had a great time interviewing the Acapellas, Arcapella and State of Fifths. For more information on these groups, I would check out our website, impact89fm.org slash exposure to see this episode as well as more information on them. Next week, we will continue to talk about MSU's a cappella groups, and we're going to be featuring Spartan Discords, Ladies First, and the Spartones. And of course, after every episode, I just want to give a special thanks to Jeremy Whiting, Olivia Mitchell, Sana Hakimim for their support. Cole Tunning-Lee for producing the show, and of course, to all of our guests. See you next week. This has been Exposure on WDBM East Lansing.